cool. Let's see if we can get them booked because I'd like to see a couple more chicks on here. That'd be great. That would be a good idea. It's been a sausage fest. It really has. It really has. I've been feeling quite lonely, quite lonely over <laughs> here. I mean, I may have a pair of gilded balls on my mantle, but uh, every now and then, <laughs> every now and then, I want to meet uh, some other chicks who also might have gilded balls on their mantles as well. <laughs> To another episode of Union News, will gig for beer. I am your host, Victorious Villain, with my co-host Alan Heath Ledger, and we have our special guest Pariah. How you doing, Pariah? Not too bad. Awesome sauce, guys. If you're just joining us here for the first time, uh, well, I'll run, give you a rundown about what it is that we talk about. We talk about the entertainment business. We talk about mostly the backstage shit. We'll talk about the onstage shit too. Whatever is funny. And uh, while we're doing it, we're we're treating this whole thing like a happy hour. We all all have drinks right now. Um, usually pretty potent ones, depending on how we're feeling that day. Uh, I'm usually for the hard liquor, but beer is not frowned on. <laughs> wine is not frowned on. Uh, and yeah, we literally will just talk about all the funny shit that happens backstage, on stage, wherever, pre-production, post-production. Uh, and it's, uh, yeah, I can't even remember what fucking episode we're on, but it doesn't matter if you're just joining us. Welcome. <laughs> if you've been joining us for a long time, you guys already know what the deal is and the stupid shit that we talk about. So without further ado, what are we drinking? Well, for me, I am drinking uh, that screwball peanut butter whiskey with a splash of chocolate vodka, a splash of whipped cream vodka uh, with a little bit of ice. It is quite tasty. Um, it tastes like coffee or did you manage to like, no, work that, it out? When I, when I added the vanilla almond milk to it, it tasted oh. like coffee. Now it, it, now it doesn't taste like coffee. I mean, that's nice. practically a shake in more liquid form there. Pretty much. <laughs> right? Alcoholic yeah. form. More alcoholic well, yeah. form. Yeah. But uh, I, I am trying to get, uh, what's the raspberry liqueur called? Rasmataz or something? That's, that's uh, the one that like Decoiper sells. I don't know. Either like way, that, that cheap a... brand of that you see lined up on find, the bottom of the shelf. Yeah, there's like a, a Lambic <laughs> that would probably be good in mixing with it. Uh, yeah, Crick yeah. is a good yeah, one. That's and cherry. Anything that tastes like raspberry. So I went to a bar on Friday and had the screwball, but they put a raspberry liqueur in with it and they served it as a shot. And yeah, it's peanut butter jelly time, kids. That was delicious. <laughs> delicious. I was all for it. I had two of them motherfuckers. I was sipping it. It was it was really nice sipping it rather than taking it like a shot because you could just enjoy all the flavors. Um, and I also didn't, it, it made me feel like I was, I was part of the drinking gang, but I'm not an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's classy. It's a mixed drink. It, it is, but it was served in a shot glass. So you feel, you still feel like part of the crowd. Yeah. You know, it's like a teenager when he's drinking Coors Life for the first time. He feels part of the crowd, but you know he ain't going to go fucking nowhere. So, <laughs> I've tried to get drunk on Coors. It didn't work. No, it takes about 10 of them. It takes about 10, 12, which by that point, you're just peeing everywhere anyway. So, I mean, okay, you say that for you. I weigh 350 pounds. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> I was going to say, did you have an empty stomach or not? Um. <laughs> it's like... Like water uh, at some point. Yeah. Yeah, it pretty much is. It's just tinted yellow. It's yellow food coloring. Uh, <laughs> and then at some point, somebody put a splash of carbonation in there. So. Legi, what are you drinking, buddy? Just opening up another lovely Pilsner Urkel. Mm -hmm. I like Pilsners. I like Czech Pilsners because the Czechs invented Pilsners. So I drink a lot of Czech Pilsners. Uh, they are delicious because they, it's summertime. 
And that was a really big Florida thing for me was, was drinking. I, I drank a lot of Pilsners and a lot of Hefs during the summer in Florida. I'm a bigger fan of American Pilsners, but I'll drink a Czech one too. A Czech one too. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make yes. this perfectly clear. I fucking hate puns. <laughs> that was and pretty that good, one, <laughs> That one almost slid by me. So because it almost slid by me, I say, uh, well done, sir. But at the same time, eat shit and die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, I hate puns. But damn, that, that, one, that, that one, that one, I, I almost missed that Thank one. You. Like, Like, as it came out of your mouth, I'm just kind of like, what the fuck is he? Oh, son of a bitch. Damn it. Fucking almost got me. Shit. <sighs> anyway, what are you drinking, Pariah? <laughs> uh, I'm drinking uh, something a little light, a shock top. Nice oh, and refreshing. Are good. Yeah. yeah. That's a good summertime one, too. I yeah. used to, shock top was always good with orange. Um, I know that putting fruit in beer is weird, but I will say that a half with an orange, there's something about that that makes that just, it's phenomenal. There's, it depends on the heft because some of the like really nice hefts, I'm like, I don't need the orange and it's just getting in my way. The ones that have kind of like, you know, spice notes and everything, mm-hmm. but like a blue moon. Yeah. Throw an orange in it. Two that's, nice that's, with a... You have to put an orange in a blue moon because it's shit beer. <laughs> that is true. Let's yes. be perfectly honest. All right. If you have to put a literal full orange slice into a beer, it's shit beer. What do you think I, I mean, don't drink Corona? With, well, Corona tech was, is skunked on purpose. And technically, that whole putting the lime in thing is because stupid Americans came by. Well, we were... no, it's because Corona's literally skunked on purpose. I learned this from a beer connoisseur. Now, and, and when I say a beer connoisseur, all right, so you have your wine connoisseurs. They get like a certificate that says, I am a wine connoisseur. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. a beer equivalent to that. Yeah, it's, it's called, much more be- uh, what is it? You, uh, um, yeah. I looked into this. I don't remember the name of it right now, but yeah, I looked into it. Yeah. All right, well, look it yeah. up while I'm talking. So, um... Yeah, so what he we was talking about Corona, and he's just like, yeah, I went to the Corona Distillery, and he met one of the head honchos there, and and the guy was just, and he asked him, he was like, why, why do you like, why do you do this to Corona, and the guy just takes a glass bottle of Corona, goes outside, he's just like, look at that color, doesn't drink it, he just says, look at the color, but they purposely skunk the beer because the glass bottled shit is skunked. And so they have to skunk what's in the cans too. So they do it deliberately. So it wasn't Americans fucking it up. It was Americans saying, you know what? This is a cheap cerveza. Fuck it. I'll drink it. But put a lime in it because it's the only way to save it. That's how to say it. That's how to say what the beer. Cicerone? Yeah. Cicerone, but it's Italian, right? So it wouldn't be Cicerone. 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 There we go. Why not? Either way, but that's what it is. C-I-C-E-R-O-N-E. You guys make it however you want to make it out there, but I'll call it a Cicerone. They'll call it Cicerone. I don't know. Uh, if, if the Huz dude comes back inside, I'll ask him because he, Lord knows he has sat down and uh, had these beer tastings with this guy several times already. So he would know the correct pronunciation more so than I would because I didn't sit down to drink the beer. I'm not a beer drinker. But uh, yeah, fuck Corona. <clears throat> yes. Yes. As a beer drinker, there are way better Mexican beers. I drink I a lot a beer of beer. Drinker, so fuck Corona. Yeah. <laughs> In Pacifico, way better. That's good with with tacos, um, especially uh, uh, shrimp tacos. Yeah, I make shrimp tacos a lot. Um, oh, uh, I actually don't mind Negro Modelo. Nope, 
That one's a good one. Actually, so is regular Modelo, for that matter. Yeah, I haven't had that one actually. It's worth it. It's another good one. I, there's, there are good Mexican beers. It's just Corona is not one of them. <laughs> just why it's you know six bucks a six pack. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, it's just super cheap. So yeah, I, I'll have I'll always have issues with Corona just because they deliberately do it, and all because they just enjoy the color. Like there's other beautiful beers that have great color. Yellow is not the only color for beer, guys. It's not. No. Generally you. speaking, it's not the color of better beers. It's it's <laughs> not. My 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 husband also brews beer here at my house. And yeah, so far he has not done a single yellow beer. Not one. There's plenty of beers that are even, you know, they're light colored. Pilsners I would put in that that are yeah. not piss. Pilsners are good. Corona is piss. And there's the cloudy ones. Corona's like not just even just piss. It's asparagus piss. It's that like bright radiant type of yellow. Yes. It's the it's... kind where five minutes after consuming it, you're like, my pee smells. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least Coors Light is, you know, refreshing when, you know, you don't have any water around. Right? <laughs> like, any know. beer you can <laughs> buy in a 30 rack. <laughs> is going to have the amount of alcohol a beer should have distributed evenly amongst that 30 rack. Amongst the, yes. 30, <laughs> the 30 cans. Shit. But then, then you got people who are uh, Heineken fans, and I still can't wrap my head around that because you yeah, can, you've got you can MAGA get, people too. Not well, everyone get, makes good decisions. You got you got Heineken, you got Coors, where now you can literally go to like Walmart and get the mini keg. It's like it's not even it's not even about a thirty can box anymore. Now it's just like, oh no, I really oh. really want to load. You up used my to be able to this. You used to be able to do that with Newcastle, but I haven't seen that around in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's it has been a bit since you could buy the Newcastle pony keg. Yeah, that's so weird. Because I used to do that with uh, me and a buddy used to drink Newcastle before I lived here when I'd come out to visit him, and so we'd get one of those for the weekend. Oh yeah. And Newcastle hear, is another good one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to hear something screwed up? Uh, so here in uh, DFW, we have this event called Ice, uh, and that uh, is done by a number of Chinese ice carvers. They are literally brought in from China uh, to carve the ice sculptures. And this is at, uh, at, at the property that Ice is held at is it's the same for every single one of those properties. So. Um, they bring in about 35 to 40, uh, of these guys. And, um, you know, it was interesting talking about, um, with, uh, some of their handlers, uh, how those guys react to American life, because it's totally different. You know, obviously they're from a Valley in China that is kind of remote. And, uh, then you have the big city of America. And so um, some of them are repeat ice carvers, others aren't, um, but they finally got a groove. Uh, The event has gone on for shit, I don't know, like 10, 15 years, something like that. Long ass time, long enough. And uh, so they have very similar habits. So they'll bring like empty luggage so that they can bring American goods back to China. Uh, And one of the things that they enjoy doing with the beer here is they get natural light oh natural light mm-hmm okay so anybody who knows natural light it is the about fraternity a are they in <laughs> they're not they're not but yes they will get natural light but that's not the fucked up thing 
Oh, that's right. not. <laughs> that's not the right dubbing. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> what could be more fucked up than just drinking natural light? Uh, so they get the the big boxes, the big thirty, the thirty can boxes of natural light, and uh, those guys, those guys will take the can, pop the tab, set it on their dresser, leave it for the day, come back and drink it warm and Ugh. flat. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> that's yes. terrible. That's what they do. That I mean, is what they do. I, I will admit to my dorm life days of having done, you know, stupid things and forgotten that beer and come back and be like, oh, well, I mean, I can't let a wounded soldier lie, <laughs> so I'll finish it. But I don't think I ever did it with Natty. No, I never did. I never did with Natty. I had that once and I was like, yep, done. The, lowest <laughs> I, the best part about going to college in Florida was the fact that the cheap beer was still yingling. Yes. Yes, it was. God damn it. I drank the shit out of that. So did my husband when I met him. So I did do that with Natty because um, I was <laughs> I was in a fraternity. Um, <laughs> and there were definitely times when it's like when you wake up the next morning and you're like, eh, that one looks like it's. That one doesn't have any cigarette butts in it. So it looks like <laughs> <laughs> um, and here's the thing I'll say. There isn't a huge difference. Like it's flatter, but Natty's pretty flat to begin with. It's warmer. Yeah. So that's bad, <laughs> but it's not like you can take Natty and make it go stale. But you got to remember Real. guys, these guys, these, these carvers came from China where, you know, and like I said, it's remote China. It's not like they live in the cities. They they don't typically refrigerate their beer. Usually their beer, when after it's fermented, they don't seal it so it becomes uh, carbonated. They, really? They ferment it like wine. And huh. that's, yeah. And that's why they enjoy it flat and warm, hmm. room temperature. Now, there is, a, there is a thing where we learn from the Cicerone that beer, <laughs> when it's served at that really cold temperature of like 30 degrees, that's wrong. Don't do that. You're actually supposed to warm it up a bit because you are losing so much flavor by having it that cold. So what you'll see, some people who really enjoy beer, they'll get the beer served to them, but they won't drink it right away. They'll actually wrap their hands around the glass and let it warm up. Yeah. So this I've way they can, they can drink it and, and get all of the, the flavor that was intended for the beer. Now, the ones like Coors, you know, the Blue Mountain, make sure it's blue. <laughs> They're deliberately trying to hide their shitty beer. But real beer, like if you're going to try it, like you're going to drink a fine wine, let it warm up a little bit. Yeah. You know, like get it to 40 yeah. degrees. At least then you'll get more flavor. But essentially what you're doing by drinking it that cold is you're stunning your taste buds and you'll never taste it. Any of you guys lining Kugel's fans? Well, yes. you're not a beer drinker. Uh, yes. So Lining Kugel used to come out with this uh, nut brown ale. Mm. And I remember I first time I ever had it, I was sitting at a Buffalo Wild Wings. And, you know, I was hanging out with friends. So beer got served. I kind of ignored it. And I came back to, you know, I, I was like, oh, <laughs> came back was like, does anyone need a refill? And I'm like, oh, yes. Give me a sec. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I'd been out for 10 minutes. The, the smell was this like gorgeous caramel. The taste was so much fuller. And that, so I don't always do that with lighter beers because part, 
you know, part of the reason you drink those is kind of for that refreshing right. thing that comes with being colder. But yep. with darker beers, yeah, usually my stouts, my porters, uh, my brown ales and stuff, I let them get to about 40, maybe even a little warmer. Yeah. Uh, my, that's the, hus- the thing with Pilsners. They're all supposed to be about 48 degrees that they start yeah. them at because that's the cave's uh, temperature naturally yeah. in uh, most of uh, Pilsner. Like this, the Hus dude, he now drinks Sierra Nevada because okay. he once he understood that that's how you're supposed to drink beer, he suddenly had a new appreciation for this beer he always saw <laughs> at Walmart and never got. He didn't know Here's that he would up. enjoy it so much, but he does. He enjoys that beer. So yeah. uh, I, I'm I not thought mistaken. Was... They also have the greenest brewery in America. So good on them too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real, for real. So yeah, I mean, it's it's really fascinating how you can treat beer very similarly to wine. Um, and you know, for a while there, you had all the microbreweries and all that stuff. And, and people, um, you had, you had your two sides, you had the people who were for the microbreweries and then you had other people who were just like, oh my God, all these microbreweries are so over it. Da, 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 da. And it's just like, but you don't understand. Like we, uh, we went to Scotland and the, the tour guide was telling us that like Jack Daniels is right now aging whiskey and throwing it out because people just want the barrels to age their beer in. Not even kidding. They are throwing the whiskey away so that they, they can sell the barrels hundred percent. Same thing with the, with the, with the Scottish whiskey distilleries that people are wanting their barrels. And they're not throwing, they're not necessarily throwing their scotch away. Jack Daniels just does it in such mass quantity that they're able to do that, right? Because they can turn and burn in five years, yeah. right? Yeah. But uh, scotch, that's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, Jack Daniels is able to do that. And so that, so people are just buying up their, their barrels as quickly as possible. It's um, a good Jack. Like, I went uh, to Aber, oh, sorry. Uh, I went to Aberfeldy uh, on my, as part of my honeymoon. Oh, okay. Um, we went to Edinburgh Fringe Fest. Ah. And yeah, they were mentioning that, like, they were mentioning how, you know, they they don't, they're a small, they're doers, but they're a smaller facility owned by doers because they were, mm-hmm. you know, they were a single malt that was bought by doers. Yeah, um, a lot of the distilleries are actually owned by much bigger distilleries. Yeah, just as is also true with microbrews. Right, exactly. Um, but so they were talking about how, uh, they, they, I don't remember any of the listeners. They were talking about how I think uh, Smithwick's um, was Thanks. one of their sub brands was uh, I think it's owned by Guinness, so it's Guinness, I guess. But still, they're talking about how one of their sub brands is being a. They have a deal to send all their barrels over to them once the scotch is out. Exactly. So and and that just became such a big thing for a while. Like I noticed it how it, some beers were like aged in a whiskey cask. I'm like, huh, that's that's interesting. And like my favorite kind of scotch is uh, scotch that's been aged in a sherry cask. But they're uh, actually having problems obtaining sherry cask because nobody drinks sherry anymore. <laughs> so like sherry now is we super cook with that. cheap. Yeah, now yeah. we cook with it. That that's how they've been able to stay alive. But now like it's actually hard for them to get their hands on sherry cast. And I love, uh, the reason I love Scotch Asian and sherry cast because it puts a really lovely sweet note in it. And um, yeah, so I thought that was really, really fascinating how, um, yeah, big, big time whiskey makers are literally just throwing the shit out so that uh, microbreweries can take their barrels. I do like a good Jack Daniels every once in a while. There's nothing wrong with Jack Daniels. Every you know, every once in a while, that's fine. But they're just such yeah. a, a, a massive scale. They're able to literally just throw it out. 
I usually don't go for Jack because it's more expensive than all kind of the other whiskeys I consider to be at the same level. Facts. So uh, it's I, like. I tend to stick if, if I'm going to do a, a liquor with bourbon. So that's kind of like right up my wheelhouse there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't do Jim Bean. That shit's like fucking syrup. That's no, that, that's bad. terrible. No. Um, <laughs> but I do like, uh, what is it? What did I get? Knob Creek for 10 bucks. Knob Creek is good. Knob Creek is good, and I, and uh, a good maker's is you can't go wrong with that. No, I, I mean if if I'm gonna do a mixed drink though with like any type of whiskey, it's going yeah. to be whatever cheaper Scotch whiskey that they have because I just like the flavor better. I, I'm not a I'm not a fan of American whiskeys and bourbons, um, and I love explaining the differences between a Scotch whiskey and a, an American whiskey to Americans because yeah. they just don't get it and they don't even realize it's not spelled the same. So. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I use mostly I use American whiskeys and bourbons for mixing because I like Manhattans, mm, and okay. then I don't mix scotch. Like I don't spend the money on cheap scotch for making mixed drinks. I drink scotch straight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the proper way to drink scotch is neat if you enjoy the scotch. But if it's a cheap yeah. scotch, like at a bar, which is usually no older than a 12 year old, you're oh, yeah. probably going to do a cocktail, which usually what I end up doing is a uh, a scotch mule. So it's, okay. it's the it's scotch with ginger beer and a lime and uh, maybe maybe a splash of soda, depending on what the age of the scotch was. If we're talking a 10 year old McKellen. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do a splash of soda in there just to kind of liven it up a little bit. But uh, <laughs> no mint or anything. It's it's pretty, you know, there's so much flavor to it. I yeah. really enjoy that type of cocktail with a scotch. And that's the only time that I mix scotch. Otherwise, like, I don't insult scotch that way. And the only time I'll, and I've, I've said this so many times, our listeners know this by now, fuck <laughs> Pete scotches. Fuck you to hell. <laughs> uh, I refuse to drink chloroseptic and cigarettes. I refuse. <sighs> I guess they just taste like grandma for me. <laughs> I've had somebody tell me that. I've had somebody tell me that. He flat out said, yep, just reminds me of my grandma. I'm like, you are a sick motherfucker. But it should be noted, a combination of my grandmother and the Simpsons got me drinking Manhattans <laughs> uh, and scotch. Uh, and my grandmother and my father got me drinking scotch. So, Hey, fun uh, fact. Fun fact. Uh, the song Jesse's Girl. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not Jesse's Girl. Um, oh, God. What was it called? Uh, Jamie's mom. Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom. Yeah. Fountains of wine. Stacy's mom. Uh, Stacey, the, the song Stacy's mom was actually not about, he, he didn't write the song about Stacy's mom. He actually wrote the song about Stacy's grandma, but he didn't want to sound like a creeper. So he made it Stacy's mom. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That is That's that awesome. Is facts. That's facts. He wrote it about Stacy's grandma when he was in like high school. Uh, random fun fact about that band they won best new artist uh after they've been a band for like 20 years <laughs> <laughs> and thus that is how we explain the music industry to everybody yeah. you can spend kids it's not about how long or how well established you are or how well you can write music nobody gives a shit yeah. no one it's gives a shit what genre you're in either i mean <laughs> exactly. let's face it one of the best metal albums ever jethro tull damn straight <laughs> that little thing like metal flute that, dude that literally <laughs> depends on how old you are okay that's had, a fair point but we've, yeah. we've had this discussion classic rock is not a genre it's a time period so the yes same with metal yeah. amen thanks so well we will agree to disagree that specific genres of music are a time period 
No, I don't think there's any disagreement on that. I agree completely. No, no, uh, no, no, yeah. no. What I mean is, when I say disagree, I mean we'll all disagree on what we think is the best album, but we all agree that that genre is timeless. So it, yes. it varies. Yes. <laughs> that's that's where we'll agree. Um, <laughs> you know, speaking of music, I'm really glad that we rolled into this. Um, <laughs> I want to talk. I want to talk about uh, something that happened a couple. Glenn dancing. Huh? Go ahead. I have what the fuck, dude? Glenn Danzig. Oh goddamn, Glenn Tech. I thought you said something dancing. I was just like, did you say clog? I, I it took me a second. I thought you said Glenn dancing, and I'm like, no, that's dancing probably. You said it well, so sorry. fast, both of us were like, what did that, he just say? That was definitely intentional for that okay. reason. Go ahead. Definitely. I just said Glenn Danzig. Didn't you hear? Shit. Anyway, so. <laughs> a couple years back uh we have an event here called free cruise ball and it's the local uh rock radio stations halloween party mm -hmm. and uh so they it's it's a one-night event it's it's um it's an indoor event indoor concert where they they get uh two big headliners and like four or five opener bands all right uh not anything um you know it, it it's been for me it's been hit or miss there's been there's some good bands and some others not so much anyway so we were supposed to go god what year was it uh 2019 Huz, dude, what year was it that freakers ball yeah when it was hailstorm uh, been... 19 anyway i think it was 19 anyway it doesn't matter um yeah i'm super professional guys i don't care if i talk off mic to somebody off stage completely anyway so uh it was supposed to be hailstorm and marilyn manson uh for the headliners and um yeah this was the year that marilyn manson decided he was going to climb a stick of truss ground supported with a piece of scenic on it and lo and behold it fell on him and it broke his ankle and so he had to cancel the rest of his circuit because that fucking dumbass broke his ankle. Well, I'm you know, sorry. he was new to the industry, so it's not like he uh, would <laughs> could have a time to understand <laughs> what's going on around him. <laughs> I mean, how many times? Do, like, I'm trying to remember exactly what he had said after it happened. Like, he had done it a bunch of times or nope. I don't know if he said that nobody told him because I have no doubt somebody told him. But I mean, you climb a piece of ground supported truss. I will never, ever in a show climb a, a piece of ground supported truss. It will never happen. You can feel how wobbly it is. All right. So it doesn't matter. Like, and especially when it's on stage, it's not weighted with a bunch of sandbags like we're all used to doing. We're, we, yeah. we counterweight something with a bunch of sandbags. So we know for a fact that any drunk asshole who decides he's going to climb that piece of trust that day isn't going to kill himself or other people. But on stage, not necessarily the same thing. They probably had a, a decent base plate on the on the bottom of it. Yeah. But if you're swinging around like fucking Tarzan, that ain't going to stop shit. So he breaks his fucking ankle and yeah, they can't, they end up canceling the rest of his circuit, which means that he doesn't make it to the freakers ball event that we were supposed to go to. Uh, so they ended up doing, uh, I was, I was pretty certain that hailstorm could have carried the whole concert as a sole headliner, yeah. uh, but they ended up booking Mastodon instead. Uh, so it was hailstorm and Mastodon. Now here's the problem with that is that uh, we went no problem place was decently packed no problem 
I think Greta Van Fleet was performing then at the same time. Uh, and they were just coming out like being majorly big, but um, they had already pissed me off by saying that they had never heard of Led Zeppelin. So you want a lot. Yeah. They said that they were, they, they, uh, <laughs> Legend, we can't hear you, dude. <laughs> we can't hear you, buddy. His mouth, his lips are moving and I have no idea what he's saying. Um, so yeah, they, they came out and said, uh, we, our influence was, uh, Aerosmith and had never heard of Led Zeppelin yet. This little shit, uh, is on stage at Freakers Ball dressed in a, uh, fringed, uh, leather, uh, poncho with beads on the ends and tight pants. And you can't tell me that little shit never heard a fucking Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin said, Hmm, that sounds familiar. And eventually those fuckers came out and said, okay, yeah, yeah, we, we did. We, yeah, we're influenced by Led Zeppelin. No shit, but they'd already pissed me off. So they lost me. Anyway, so crowd was pretty packed at Freakers Ball and we get to Hailstorm. Awesome. People are having a great time. Funniest fucking thing in the whole world happened after that. Hailstorm gets done. Mastodon's getting ready to go and half the fucking complex bails. Gone. I was like, holy shit. Um, well, that was that was poor planning on some folks' part for the simple fact that um, you have Hailstorm, which caters more to a younger group, and then you have Mastodon, which caters to an older group. Yeah. They should not have paired the two. They shouldn't have done it. It was it was bad planning. Yes, it was last minute. But they, they should have planned a little bit better. Or just let Hailstorm just run the whole thing. She would have put on a great concert. Yeah. My personal opinion. Leggy's having, Leggy's having and, some serious sex. There we go. I hear you yes. now. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I was about to say, let's have you just call in on your cell phone and we'll just go in from there. <laughs> God damn! I I did the old school, you know, plug it, unplug it, and plug it back in. <laughs> I'm a Mac. Macs aren't <laughs> supposed to do that. Fuck you, Apple. That was great, bastards. See, Actually, fuck you, Blue. This is your fault, you bastard. <laughs> what were we gonna say, Pariah? I'm gonna be uh, stopping my video because I just got a bit of lag. Mm. Don't know what my wife's doing something. We're full of technical difficulties today. Yeah. I know, you know, it's just, it's, it's an exciting show. Exciting it really is. show. So exciting. So what were you going to say? Like your mouth was running like crazy through <clears throat> yeah. the whole thing. And Greta, we Van look of it. Greta Van Fleet, the band that pretty much looks, sounds, and owes everything to being Led Zeppelin. Yes. Actually said, no, we have no idea who Led Zeppelin is. Mm -hmm. No, no clue. No. Not no, but you get a lot of cocky shits who do that. Um, yes. Because it's like. Oh, I clearly took everything about me from this band. Well, I don't want to look like a poser, so I'm going to try and flex and <laughs> pretend I don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. One of the most, <laughs> yeah, no, the most legendary band in history. I don't know that. That speaks more ill of you because it means you're an idiot and cocky. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's like you. Civil War never heard of it. 
like yeah. the, the war between the states in 1860? <laughs> yeah, don't know anything about it. Now I think that we should draw a line between North and South. <laughs> facts. No, that's that's 100% facts. Yeah, they they lost me. And even after they admitted that they 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 did influence, get become became influenced by Led Zeppelin, they still, I can't stand listening to them now. Because I'm just like, don't, don't be fake. Uh, and don't don't try to pull that shit. Who the hell do you think you're talking to? Um, you can't backtrack. Come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like obvious. It's like, guys, you can't say that all your stuff's original. All right. You guys are doing folk rock. All right. It's not it's not original. I'm sorry. It's definition. not. Right. Come on. It came from somewhere. And all right. Just because you're 20 some years old. Doesn't make doesn't mean that you know uh, thirty years ago that shit didn't exist. Okay, they they literally were around uh, before your your parents were probably fucking conceived. Okay, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be perfectly honest here. But uh, yeah, so the whole point of that conversation was Marilyn Manson doing something stupid on stage, and I, uh, um, I'm, you know, I, he's lucky he didn't die. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Max. Facts. Um, now, I For don't anyone think- listening, just so you know, when you have a ground-supported piece of trust, we don't put enough weight on it to counterbalance a person. Mm-hmm. We put enough weight on it so it doesn't slide around and it can support the weight of what's on the additional piece of trust. It's not rated for other people. Let it alone, is not. By and large, anything moving. Yes. It needs a y- yes. static load. Yep. And people are famously not static. Well, people, <laughs> by uh, very definition <laughs> yeah. and people also forget the whole concept of the teeter-totter lever effect yeah Anyone? come on it's like balance a baseball bat on the palm of your hand okay now pretend that your other hand is a person and just go ahead and just tap the top and see what happens it's come on we're, we're approaching 30 seconds of fury uh, you might have heard Pariah kind of mouthing it as we had mentioned that in the chat as we uh, we do chat to each other because, uh, you know, time limits and all that fun shit. But anyway, uh, so we do a segment called 30 Seconds Fury. If you're just joining Ooh. us, 30 Seconds of Fury is where we give the platform to one of any of the three people on this podcast. And uh, you get to vent about anything you fucking want. Doesn't have to be entertainment related. It could be whatever's bothering you at the moment. And you get 30 seconds uninterrupted to completely vent about that. Now, Pry, we're not going to make you go first. We like you to, to see what it is, how, how this particular segment runs. So I and Leggy will go first. Uh, Leggy, do you have something or should I go first? Oh, yeah. No, I'm good. Oh, you guys have- okay, he's ready. As <laughs> always, he's ready. Uh, he has never failed to be ready for 30 seconds of fury all right so sir the floor is yours and three two one go okay i need to make something abundantly clear and this is going to be educational here almost all entertainment and theater especially runs by a script those scripts are based off of very important keystones that are put in for learning the most important part of any script is plot character thought diction music spectacle Now, if you are looking at a musical, that runs in the exact reverse. I do not like musicals because they run in the exact opposite. That doesn't mean they're not pretty. That doesn't mean they're not interesting. That just means that I don't particularly care for them because they only gear up to spectacle. I know I'm out. Yeah, you're done. (laughs) Got into a fight, and it was not really a fight, but it's, I don't like musicals. Not because they're not entertaining. (laughs) No, I get it. They're, They're fun. You know, we our our lifeblood is musicals, especially if you work on Broadway. I get it. That doesn't change the fact that as an entertainment means, I don't enjoy them. 
I'm going to watch a show. I'd like some stories, some meat, some something interesting. And anyone who tells me that Mama Mia has story, come on. <laughs> I'm not even really? going to lie. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, the very first time that I watched Mama Mia was on the, the movie ver- version with Meryl Streep. And uh, yeah, so Huz Dude was watching oh. that with me. I am not even kidding you. I, I looked at my watch. Five minutes into that movie, he was passed out asleep. <laughs> asleep. He didn't even make it to the first fucking song. It's that that show as a theatrical show is really just a review of ABBA. That movie yeah. version where they wrote a script, that was a hard script to pull out because it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't connected to shit anyway. Not that the <laughs> show is. You really got to push that one to make some of those things work. I mean, it was stretched at best. <laughs> then they came out with a second one? Yeah, Come on. Worse. Yeah. It was worse. Really? Yeah, of yeah. course it's worse. That's not yeah. even the, first of all, you're going to take the B-sides <laughs> and then you're going to write a script around that? Come yeah. on. And then have Cher fucking sing break. it. Hey, and have Cher sing it. No disrespect to Cher, though. No, no disrespect. Love Cher. And she looks amazing in a blonde wig. But- yes. Um, yes, I'm, no. Not even, not even Cher could say Mama Mia too. Nope. Sorry. Nope. nope. But you know, I, I am actually hell bent. Uh, being a musician and a songwriter, I am going to write a song about don't do sequels. Fuck sequels. I might even call it that. I might even call a song that. Fuck sequels, because it's so rare to have a good sequel. And of course, you take don't include like Marvel in that shit. Right, Marvel, somewhat Star Wars. Somewhat. Marvel, Marvel's ultimately serialized. That's what. So it's not really a sequel. No, it's not. It's like one big yeah. gigantic story. Yeah, yeah. Which is what Star Wars was meant to be, but because they did it and so. But nobody was writing that story. Not one person was writing that story. That was just kind of like. I mean, shit, that, even <laughs> even uh, even Mark Hamill hated The Last Jedi. Okay, let's be perfectly <laughs> honest. He came out, he came out, uh, and, and spoiler alert, spoiler alert for The Mandalorian. If you uh, oh, have yes. not finished watching The Mandalorian and you don't like spoilers, well, turn me the fuck down. I don't care. Anyway, so, by the way, it's been long enough since that last episode came out, so fuck you anyway. So, it, when uh, Luke Skywalker showed up at the end of The Mandalorian, and people just lost their shit. The internet mm-hmm. lost its shit. Yeah. Mark Hamill came out and actually said, thank you for this redemption of Luke Skywalker. When he was still hopeful, Oof. when he was still trying to build the Jedi back, he was like, th- even though he was like not really in it at all, right? He, he might've done, they, he, you know, shot the face stuff and then they did like an age regression and then plastered it on another actor, right? That's pretty much what they did. But he at least showed up to the set and he thanked the writers and the directors and all that. And he's just like, thank you for this redemption of Luke Skywalker. And I think he lived that literal word redemption because he was just like this, this is what I stood behind last, the last Jedi, he got, he almost got into fisticuffs with people because he was so upset where they were taking Luke. Yeah. Mandalorian was a complete redemption for him. And he had like tears and shit. He was like crying and stuff. Wow. So right. leave it to John Favreau to save the Star Absolutely. Wars series. Yeah, right. Now people are like, uh, now people are like, let's cast Sebastian Stan as Luke because he looked very strangely like a young Luke Skywalker. Not going to lie. They've done a face-to-face thing. He 
it with a little bit of tweaks here and there, like he could readily be like a recurring character. But um, because <laughs> that hey, that age regression shit's expensive. So, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> so just ask Captain um, Marvel. <laughs> Zing. Um. So it's not the actress. The- Samuel Jackson in it. Oh, that too, yeah. No, that was, yeah. And they did that one, what was it? Uh, that The Irishman mobster one with uh, De Niro Oh my God, yeah. And- oh, I never I never got around to seeing oh that. Oh my God. Didn't so get that's around like, to see it either. Dude, it's like three hours of a very interesting that's ride. Why. But the thing... <laughs> But the thing is, what they did with that was actually something um, they didn't put those little dots or little motion sensor balls on their face to get the age yeah. regression. They used three separate cameras at different angles to capture them while they were shooting the scene. So at simultaneously, three cameras are going at the same time. Then they took all that footage and did the age regression using each bits of those footage so that huh. they could get a full age regression done as smoothly as possible you got to give it to scorsese jesus christ the man yeah he may well he may put out three hour movies but god damn he's that's brilliant that was brilliant well, just funny if, re- if, if even if you don't like that kind of that kind of movie or whatever it's like seriously take the time carve out three hours of your day just to watch and see this type of effect I can't, yeah. I can't even just straight up call it CGI because it looked better than that. It was just a very strong, in a good way, cinematography piece. 100%. So take time, watch that. Uh, it was the, uh, yeah, I think it was called The Irishman, wasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. called The Irishman. Yeah. 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 Okay, I wasn't wrong. Okay, <laughs> I was totally wrong. No, no, you were. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it, so, I mean, it was an interesting movie between, oh God, um, it was it was De Niro. It was uh, fucking, you know. I'll look it up. You guys, Pesci, isn't it? Yeah, Pesci. It's and, De Niro, uh, Pesci, and um, another guy. <laughs> De Niro and Pesci is the only important one. I mean, let's yeah. face it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Scarface. Pacino. Pacino. Thank you, Pacino. Okay. I, I don't know why we're drawing blanks on this show today, like. Well, two of us haven't seen the movie, so. Yeah, but it's like the the big three in terms of a gangster movie. Come on, and for yeah. for once, yeah. for once, Pesci is uh. actually the lead guy. Oh, oh, dude. okay, that's good yeah. to see. Yeah, he's the lead guy. It's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and uh, 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 Pacino plays Hoppe. Oh, oh, cool. cool. Yeah. All right. all right, all right, all right. I'll carve some time out to watch this. It, it, it's been <laughs> long enough. I mean, I know it came out, and I had no excuses yeah. during the pandemic. I'm fucking, I'll do it now. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. It's like even just to see Pesci in a lead as the lead gangster. Yeah, totally. He's not the guy who's going to stab you in the neck with a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to see that, but that's not I what do. happened. <laughs> We all secretly want to see him stab someone in the neck with a pencil. No, I feel like we've got enough indicate, not necessarily that specifically, but we've got enough of that that we can. We have angry, out of control psycho Pesci. Let's see leadership Pesci. Yeah, in this, he's totally leadership Pesci. It's so leadership weird. Pesci. It's so weird, dude. Like he's he's manipulates De Niro through the whole Ooh. movie. It's so fucked it's up. Such to a watch that. Uh. Yeah, right. so De Niro has to play like the the kind of you know 
I don't know too much what's going on. I just kind of, I'm just kind of like the, the muscle kind of, a yeah. and Pesci's the one pulling the strings. It's fucked up. Wow. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. You sold awesome. me. <laughs> you <Yeah>. sold me. <laughs> so it's, oh, I gotta love it. Um, so, uh, one of the things that uh, we also like to talk about, uh, Perez, tell us what, tell us a little bit about you, what you do in the industry, some interesting facts, you know, tell us about you, bro. bro. Um, so I, I started as a doing lighting. Well, I started driving uh, for a company in Chicago and then I moved out here and didn't want to do that anymore. So I started doing lighting. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, mostly I do corporate stuff, but I do a lot of theater too. Um, and uh, I have since moved up to PMing and show management. You know, from from my theater background, I also do a, a, got some do some video here and there, and uh, you know, some show directing. I'll do. I love doing Voice of God when somebody doesn't show up. Yeah. I, 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 I can't deny that. You do have voice the, of God's always fun, yeah. Because I, I have this dulcet voice face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got that deep baritone. Yeah, voice. L- like. Uh, like Princess Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> and a one, and a two, and a nope. Okay, I'm not doing it. So I hear on as, as a side gig, you are a sumo wrestler? Uh, that's Yeah, that's a hobby of mine. I'm a sumo wrestler. That that is so interesting. You have you have to go into more detail. One, I mean, obviously you've already shared you're about 350 pounds, so obviously you know that's not the issue. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't... have I have twice there. There is this one dude I've faced twice who was 187 pounds, and he has thrown me to the mat both times. Holy shit! Yeah. Well, I mean, it is technically is still very wrestling. Good. Well, I, I mean, it's still technically wrestling. Oh yeah. Like you know, if if anybody's ever saw the that really corny kids movie, The Three Ninjas, where they go, up, yeah. the three mm-hmm. kids go up against this big guy who obviously was like a sumo wrestler at one point, and it's like so long as you focus on the weak points, everybody has a weak point, you focus on it. Yeah. Um, but 187 pounds, I mean, that could be 187 pounds of pure fucking muscle. Yeah, um, he was that. Yeah. Um, he was also he's. Very, very good. <laughs> there's, there's some wrestlers I wouldn't, I wouldn't go near because I mean, yeah, they, they, they'll know exactly how you react, and then you're just if you're not at all practiced yeah. in, in the method, then they'll throw your ass to the ground. But yeah, that's a, that's, that's really. How did you get into sumo wrestling? Um, I got into sumo wrestling through Scottish Highland Games. Oh. <laughs> um, so well, that's to, like, certainly a roundabout way. <laughs> you know, I used to like twist the cable and, and go out and uh, twist the sheath and the bramer stone and all that. And then I uh, I was like trying to find events for that to sign up for because, you know, there was a, weren't that many one summer. And I stumbled across this website that had like weird sports and it's like, oh, American sumo. Okay. And I looked it up and it turns out at, at the time there were two basically two active American sumo websites. One was for California and one was uh, for Illinois. And it was based out of the Chicago suburbs where I lived. So I'm like, like they practiced four miles from my apartment. And I'm like, cool. So I got signed up and the guy who, one, one of the guys who taught all those guys moved to California and helped, you know, um, 
was was really instrumental in kind of developing a, a subculture around it out here. And um, he, so when I moved out here, I got in contact with him and he, he's a, he's never been a world champion. He's taken seconds at world uh, three or four times, uh, amateur sumo, the professional sumo is only in Japan. This is all amateur. Um, and he's taken seconds at worlds. He's uh, like six, seven time US champ. And so like, there's nobody better. And he, he's still, it's, it's really his passion. Like that's what, if he could find a way to make a living doing it in the US, he would. Sure. Um, for me, it was, for me, it's more of a hobby, but it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. And so he kind of got me in and I started competing out here. And uh, I would say I'm among the people for whom it is a hobby. I am very good among the people who take it very seriously. I am trash. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have to ask, I'm like, how do you feel about those people who uh, put on those, those uh, sumo outfits and do pretend sumo wrestling? <laughs> like, I don't no, I mean, I mean do you find it? Do you find it like enormously entertaining to watch? <laughs> uh, you know, I here's the thing: I don't, and part of it is I'm jealous because I would never fit into one of those suits, <laughs> and they wouldn't let me do it without the suit. They wouldn't let like me as me go up against the guy with the suit. So, oh man, <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, like it's there. There are things like kind of of the that inflatable like. You know, it, we always had those at post prom, so I just think of it as post prom games. I don't know where else you would do it, um, but that type of that type of like event games that there's other ones of those I enjoy more because I'm allowed to do them. Right? Yeah. The, don't blame you there. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do another segment of thirty seconds up. Yeah. <sighs> Arr, we're so angry. All right, but I got a topic. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do this. Okay. In, hold on, let me get my stopwatch going here. And in three, two, one, go. I don't know whoever thought it was a great idea to invent the uh, concept of a mic drop. All right. Fuck you. And I, I swear to God, there, there's nothing, nothing that anyone hates more than either either a mic drop or they decide to swing the mic around using the microphone cord. All right, both are fucking terrible. And no, we will not give you a fucking microphone that just happens to not be on. You're not getting one. You're not dropping it. Go fuck yourself. I don't care how much money you're paying this company. Fuck you. Time. And you guys are these really dialed in well. We've been doing (laughs) this for a minute. Yeah, you know, just a little bit. (laughs) You got to be really like really ready and pissed off about something and just be ready to vent it out in one no, I just, and I just meant you get, like hit the 30 seconds like yeah we get pretty close like i mean when you like you, you just have to have that concept of of 30 seconds i mean yeah. on the camera yeah we're giving the finger countdown but yeah when you're doing the when you're just doing the podcast if we couldn't see each other it kind of would be a bit of a bear we've we've gone over a couple of times depending on if the topic was good yeah but uh yeah usually it's like yeah, 30 seconds feels about right. Like just enough to get just to get the main idea out. You're not dragging it too much. You're not going down a rabbit hole. It's pretty straightforward. This is what pisses me off, and this is why. And it takes about 30 seconds. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, 30 seconds is a good enough time to get your point across, really. Yeah. I would say so. hmm And and enough to make it like James Woods funny. Yeah. <laughs> James Woods funny. Yep. That's 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 how I like to feel about it. 
So, um, nicknames. Man, I cannot stand a motherfucker who comes in who says, yeah, my, my name is this, but you can call me, you can call me this. Why? Oh, I just think that's just what people call me. Uh-huh, why? I don't care, like, I, I don't, I don't want to know why your nickname is Bones. <laughs> I really don't. Because you haven't shown me any reason why I would call you Bones. Your name doesn't even remotely start with a B. So why would I call you Bones? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if you want to do that, like, aside from, like, roll call or anything like that, if you want to do that, then introduce yourself that way. Don't be like, my name is this, but call me this. It's like, no, call me Bones. Like, well, oh, who, hi, I'm, hi, I'm, I'm Pariah. Oh, I'm Bones. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. And it's funny because, once again, talking about Wasteland, nobody goes by the real names at Wasteland. Like, okay. this is, I go by Pariah. I go by actually a, a couple of different names. Um, but it's like, you kind of, you introduce yourself and it's like, you just introduce yourself by what you want to be called. Right. That's it. And if you guys like are like, hey, I want a Facebook friend of you, then you might be like, look for this. You know, but yeah. beyond that, it's like it doesn't matter. Like yeah, just I tell mean, me what you want to be called. Yeah, it's the people who are just like, no, I, I really insist that you just call me this. And then you have the yeah. people who are just like, Oh, my name is John, but you can call me Wayne. It's like, why? Oh, Wayne's my middle name. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Sure, no problem. So your name's Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. Your name's it's not, not a nickname, John. that's just your fucking name. Yeah. That's your name. <laughs> like my grandfather was Frank Walter. He went by Walter. I didn't know his name was Frank until after he died. <laughs> I was like, I was, we were cleaning out his house and I'm like, what is all this mail to Frank? And mom's like, oh, that's your grandfather. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I'm, I'm guilty. I, I, people have asked me what my name is and I would tell them what my name is. And they'd be like, okay, but I'm terrible with names. I'm like, all right, so you could just call me red. I'm a hair color. Uh, and it's just like, I'm just used to that because they would always forget my name. And I'm just like, just call me that because you're going to forget my name, but you can see my hair a mile away. And I know you're talking to me. So it's not necessarily that I did it because I wanted the nickname. It was just because I know your fuckers are going to forget my name. So if you're, if you're like struggling for words and you're trying to get my attention, just go ahead and call me this. It's fine. I'm used to it. It's not going to insult me. Well, I mean, <laughs> I yeah, and you give, you give yourself, you get the nickname of, you know, hot foot because you drop something on your foot. Right. Yeah. I get that one. And that sticks. Oh no, you're hot foot from now on. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's still better than, you know, or in your case, you can remember this. This is yeah. an easy one for you to remember. I get that. But no, no, sure. call me, uh, call me Bones. What? Why? 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 Are you a doctor? No. <laughs> Did you break something? No. Now, Why the fuck would I call you Bones? It's funny, and this is not a professional environment, and I don't think he goes by this in his professional life, but I do have a friend named Bones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where his nickname comes from. He was Bones when I met him. Huh. And I, until I went to his wedding, I didn't know his real first name. <laughs> like everyone calls him bones so I, it's like there's a little bit of that but it's like i, I don't know I'm, I'm pretty forgiving on the nicknames because i'm just in so many environments where people don't go by their real names 
You know, I, got, so. I got two things on that. The reason yeah. I use Bones is because I've heard that nickname on several different individuals. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, it's pretty common. common. It's a pretty common yeah, yeah. nickname. Uh, but in terms of people learning uh, first names from a wedding, um, yeah, I've had that. Uh, so when I go karaoke, uh, again, I don't like people knowing my actual name. I don't want them stalking me on Facebook or social media. So on karaoke, I will use an alternative name. And a lot of times uh, it was red. Um, and so I have people that I've known for years who only knew me as red. And when I invited them to my wedding, that was when they found out what my actual name was, <laughs> a wedding invite. Um, I, what the fuck? Huh. What the I fuck? Would, what? Yeah, I, I, I have a similar. Who the, who the hell is uh, Jane Doe? I don't know Jane Doe. Who? Who's John Doe? Oh, wait, I know John Doe. But who the fuck's Jane Doe? Oh, yeah. that's red. Shit. Yeah. It's Vic. I, fuck. I've had that with Wasteland friends. I, I, um, so my performances at Wasteland are under the name you guys see, Pariah. Uh, but I play Jugger under a different name. And so, because they, I'm on a team that has thematic names. Um, and pride and fit. So when I did my burlesque debut at an event that the Juggers were hosting, so like I was part of, I was the, I was the TD for it, and I'm like, you guys are on the stage, I'm performing, and then I'm getting drunk. Um, it's all ready to go. Just keep the levels nice. Um, and here, here's the effect buttons. Um, but yeah, I'm like, so I, I did my burlesque dancing debut, which I'd been, I'd actually missed it the year before because I'd broken my foot. So I was like, oh, been, yeah. I'd been waiting for this for a long time. And I show up and everyone's like, one of, one of the juggers was like, hey, Pariah's doing his debut. And everyone's like, who the fuck is Pariah? And so none of them came. Oh, oh. Yes. this is a main stage. I had plenty of people, but like none of the, none of the judges showed up for it because they didn't know my for that name. Oh for me. my god, that sucks ass. Yeah. What? Yeah, nicknames can nicknames can be a double edged sword. Yes, they can. <laughs> yes, yes, they can. Absolutely, it it can. It absolutely can. It also depends on how long you've had the nickname. Um, how long you've been in that particular area of whatever industry you're working on. So whether that's the entertainment business, the sumo business, the wasteland business, the burlesque yeah. business, whatever, how long you've been in there and how long you've always introduced yourself as that will always determine your, your turnouts. Yeah. hundred percent. Oh Lord. That's, that's fucking shitty. There's nothing worse than like, cause I've, I've had that happen with one of my stage shows where um i was known as uh this character called sirena and at this one venue and yeah am i, edit uh, am I editing that no okay that's fine. um <laughs> this is one of those situations where nobody knows nobody cares because even though i've been at that venue for a very long time performing as sirena they only know me as that uh and the makeup that i wear which is substantial there's a substantial amount of makeup i wear for that particular character so anybody who would look at this video right now would still be like oh that's that's uh no way really that's her oh i mean it sounds the same but yeah um 
hold on one second. Uh, so yeah, so they, uh, I would tell people about Sirena and I'd be like, Hey, come, you know, this, yeah, this is me and come check it out. And you'll never know it's me. Um, and you know, some people would and some people wouldn't, but there would be some people who would show up. I'd be like, did you know that was me? They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, that was me. I, I, I won't hide that fact because I'm not embarrassed for them to know that that was me, but it was just like, you know, I would, I would have loved more people to turn out for sure, but they don't know. They don't know that Sirene is me. It sucks. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a definitely a double-edged sword. hundred percent. That sucks ass, man. Shit. Um, but yeah, people, uh, people should not be going out and giving them their, their themselves their own nicknames unless they've just known, been known that way for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that might be the case, but fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <There you> go. <laughs> He's not going to listen to this. He doesn't like podcasts. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Fuck him. Um, God damn, my cat's loud. Holy shit. Oh, that might be my cat. No, like my cat is literally screaming at my husband right now because she's pissed off. We, we, we move our cat bowls off the floor. Uh, we have a, a, a um a Roomba yeah and so we if we don't take those things off the floor that thing will push them around and then knock the food all over the place and we lose a whole bunch of cat food so we put them up on this uh foot tier of our dining room table this cat fucking hates it she hates it she is a little bitch and she meows at us angrily until one we put those bowls on the fucking floor and two we give her fresh food both things have to happen for her to stop screaming at us. And right now she's screaming at him like, motherfucker, what did I tell you? What did I tell you, motherfucker? You work for me? Yeah, you work for me. <laughs> That's fact. And your performance review? <laughs> You're going to go very well. Your performance review. <laughs> My husband's laughing in the background right now. We've all been to that fucking performance review. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, we all know it's a joke anyway. Fucking performance review. Um, <laughs> shit. Um, God damn. I, I just lost my train of thought. Ledge, you need, you need to come up with something because I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, dude, we lost your sound again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's not funny, but it is. <laughs> Just goddamn it. Yeah, we okay. can hear you now. <laughs> hey, you're back. For now. Putting that microphone away. Yeah, well, you know what? The one that will always work is the fucking the computer Mac mic? microphone. Yeah. The... <laughs> trying to be all trying for professionalism. And you know what? That's that. <clears throat> one thing I've got to say so far is that we uh we have the best of intention. We are great at coming up with ideas and completely rubbish at executing them because here we are <laughs> a sound guy a sound guy <laughs> with microphone with yeah, that, that that sounds like me that sounds like me yep sounds Only like happy. uh yep. sounds like someone will be taking advantage of amazon this week <laughs> uh and doing what ordering the same microphone because different um, microphone uh, yeah maybe just get a so different brand through that water, microphone right? Yeah, pretty much. What's that? Just get a different brand of microphone. I'm gonna. I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, it's, you can get a different brand and it still be better than whatever piece of shit you have right now. So, I mean, it's a blue. <laughs> it's like I said, there's other microphones you can oh, get. Yeah. I will be finding it. I will yes. be returning it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it sounded great up until we couldn't hear you anymore. Right. That's, you know, <laughs> yeah. if there's that. Yeah. That's when not- it worked. It was excellent. Awesome. When it worked. I can't even I can't even tell you how many times I've heard that in a show. How'd the show go? You know, when everything worked, it was great. Worst part is is that I won't even be able to tell how far back any of me cut out. Oh, I don't know because like me and Pariah have been talking and I know and I've been chiming in. Yeah, and we have not I haven't heard a lot like a lot of what you said, like, it, unless you're like on a little bit of a rant where we're like watching you, like literally doing a puppet mime on your yeah. camera, we can't yeah. tell when you, when you chimed in a little quip here and there. <laughs> I know. So it'll be a lot of, a lot of me. This is going to be known as the, uh, the, the podcast where everything went wrong. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Ha- happy to be on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, we've had worse calls. We've had, uh, let's say we had a dude had to jump off early, unfortunately. Wasn't his fault. Not not blaming him. Just saying that he had to jump off early. So we had to finish the last 30 to 40 minutes minutes. of the show by ourselves. Jesus. Uh, Then we had a show where we lost the entire episode. Just lost it. It was gone. So we had to piecemeal uh, a bunch of uh, our intros together to make a show. Like we've had worse things happen in terms of technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, but this, uh, this one in terms of like, without like losing everything has been definitely, you know, obviously one of the top three of, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, oh. it, it could be worse. Well, on the ups, yeah, uh, what could be worse was that on that episode that we lost was all that running water sound. Yeah, well, I'm still in a, I'm still in a basement. Yes. <laughs> As you know, in California, there's this little space in garages, and those little spaces are basically where all the plumbing goes in, and that's where me and the wife are actually running shows on a consistent basis. Yeah. So, yes, it, it happens all the time. It's yeah. great. Facts. I'm yeah. glad to hear you guys are running shows. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh it it, it is um it's a new environment. Um it's not it's not normal. Uh you know that the, when you're used to relying on everyone else, the sound person, the video person, the lighting person, you know, all of those people that are in the room and they're doing their thing, that's one thing. But you know, in this instance, it it's a new medium. We're all getting used to it. You get used to being the octopus tech, and it's just something I never liked. Yeah. Never liked assigning people to do it, and I never liked doing it myself. It's a new thing that we're all hoping nobody gets comfortable with, like overly <laughs> comfortable with, because yeah. none of us like it. It's, I mean, you know, even doing podcasts, it's, you know, the whole point of it, obviously, is we're doing podcasts, we're, we're all shooting from uh, long distances, and that's, and that's fine. But, you know, I can't imagine trying to do this for meetings and, and having an impact in the meeting, um, always doing this, like, yeah, that it's just not there. And you, know, we've had this conversation many times and 
in, in terms of like concerts and festivals and stuff like that. But even even Pariah, like some of the stuff that you were talking about, it's you you can't you can't go have a battle over a dog skull via Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, and I'm uh, I, I'm actually should be training for picking up some of those gigs pretty soon here. So there you go. That's always a good I thing. I got a call from my primary employer of whom I am furloughed oh. uh, that they want to start bringing me back on a day-by-day freelance mm-hmm. part-time on-call basis. It's actually mm-hmm. great because I figured out what my hourly rate is. and <laughs> I, Can I just stay there? Right. <laughs> I want overtime. We just, can we just keep on that? Because um, yeah, right? like, the whole non-exempt thing seems really awesome. <laughs> Kind of nice. Yeah, well, I, I I'm of the opinion that I didn't mind the the salary portion of it because I like the consistent checks. I can always count on it. Yeah, you know that's what I appreciated. Um, Amen. Amen. I mean, that's what a good salary gig. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's there's just you know we've we've all been there. We've all freelanced. We've all we've all done that shit where you know we we lived and breathed by the hourly rate or the day yeah. rate, depending on what you were doing. Um, and, but then when that shit dried up, you know, there's that statement of, you know, when it's busy, no one's available. And when it's dead, everyone's your best friend. Yeah. And, and it, you know, it's, we all understand why, but we also for management, it's bullshit because you're just like, look, you were the one who a month ago told me to go fuck myself. And then now that it's completely dead. Oh, Hey buddy. (laughs) How you doing? Yeah. Long time no speak. <laughs> it's like, really, guy? You you literally just told me to go shove something where the sun don't shine. And uh, yeah, with no love. now you won't work. Hmm. And now you won't work. It's like, well, shit. Remember how you said you wouldn't answer a phone unless somebody was dying? Well, now you're dying. How does that feel? I ain't answering the phone. Pretty much. Yeah, I was kind of fortunate for actually a lot of those because, like, I definitely had the times in like the summer where it's like twelve hours. I thought I was a full time employee. Okay. Um, oh, it <laughs> has to average to thirty hours. Oh, okay. This is yeah. this is where we control the average. I get you. Um, but for the most part, I've I've been fortunate enough to have bosses who like, and you know, I also work to make myself at least somewhat versatile. And demonstrate <laughs> the fact that I am not a moron. Um, yeah. So like, it's like, oh, we need someone who's just kind of mending the shop. Well, I've, I've always worked very hard to be the guy who can mend the shop, or who can man, you know, tend to the shop while things yeah. are slow. Foolish is the person who put all their chips in the wrong roulette space. Yeah. So that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love lighting, but like, there's a reason I'm multi. I'm trying to multifacet myself. Exactly exactly so <clears throat> all right we have uh we have come to that time for the last and final 30 seconds of fury Woo-hoo. oh this one's me huh this That's is you, you buddy you all right uh i got yeah I, I got something i can dip back into it hasn't been a problem of weight but it always pissed me off all right cool so we'll give you the countdown i got my clock up here and we are going in three two one go i don't give a fuck how famous you are i really don't if you can't work 
without a specific type of speaker or a specific type of monitor or these 12 stacks on one side and 11 stacks on the other. If you can't work with it in that specifically for a show you're doing for almost nothing for a fucking charity, fuck you. You're not good at your job. Someone who can't work in versatility isn't good at what they do. Time. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that one. <sighs> you know, I, I've walked I get, into that many times. I get that there's different equipment types, and everybody has their preference and all that. But it's like, guys, you know, you got to be able to work with the different gear. A lot of that stuff's in existence for a reason. Like so many times, like I get it for mics and stuff because mics have you know that real really different qualities. Right. But like, oh man, like. How many, I can't tell you how many times it's like, you're doing one song, every other band is using my shit, but you're like, yeah, those monitors just aren't going to pack enough. It's like, what? Your I'm, writer I'm, said, or equivalent. Yeah, or exactly. And it's like, yeah, but we don't do that as equivalent. I'm fucking sorry. Everyone else does. <laughs> Everybody else on the free you, world. Yeah. <clears throat> Yep. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, we had that, we've had that problem. God knows how yeah. many times at, I mean, you know, the, the venues that you work at because I yeah, know the exactly. venues you work at. And it's always the same thing. Well, I mean, they're, they're okay. They just don't no, have quite a, they just don't quite pack quite enough punch. What the fuck do you mean they don't pack quite enough punch? This is sent from the manufacturer and tuned by the manufacturer. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? It doesn't have the punch. Are you high? Have you heard it? You haven't you heard secretly- it, so you're trying to charge more money. Okay, yeah, exactly. Are you secretly part of a metal band I didn't know was going to be performing? Is that the punch you're talking about? Because if I swear, if that bass, if those subwoofers aren't fucking top-notch, if I can't feel that headbang coming out of those subwoofers, it ain't good enough, damn it. Yeah, it's like, you yeah. want to hear my subwoofers? Turn them up. <laughs> and if I don't, is that okay if i don't hear the spawn of satan coming out of these subwoofers it's not good enough <laughs> if, if i need to hear Cthulhu coming out <laughs> we're not getting calls from the usgs about tremors in the area it doesn't count for this That's... charity show i'm doing yes song for so the beverly hills circuit has a few different things most of them tend to be either be weddings or charities. And inevitably, they hire people who say the same thing. No, it's not good. We stack every room in Beverly Hills with these amazing sound systems tuned by every single one of the manufacturers. And every time, now we're going to use mine. Okay. They bring in, and I'm not kidding you, I saw one that had this stack of Chinese knockoffs. Uh, Oh, yeah. And they were like, no, it sounds great. We're like listening to it going, oh, oh, come on. No. We had... One guy tell us we wouldn't get the we didn't get the audio contract because they didn't want to use ours. Yeah, and they and it was one of those we're in the situation where it's like the house rig; it's permanent. You got to pay to take it down, and they paid to take it down. Whoa! Because basically, what they did was they conned these guys into paying to take it down. Then the sound sucked, and they said it was our fault. They were not plugged into a single thing we had, and they tried to throw us under the bus. They tried to get that's, us to refund the money. Uh, that's a Beverly Hills thing. Like, I, I, oh, yeah. of every oh, place I've ever worked, and I've worked all over LA, the Beverly Hills ones, that's their like their bread and butter. I'm going to get money off this sound system, number one. And, and it's you funny. weren't using it. The first place I ever worked for, the first place I ever worked regularly and was ever the lighting guy for, 
was um was a mix of Beverly Hills and LA because it was right on the border. Yeah. And man, you knew which one you were dealing with when they walked through the door because it's like, oh, well, hey, we need to borrow these cables. Did you you're not using any of our stuff? Well, yeah, but we don't have any cables long enough. Sounds like you should plug your cables into one another. Yep. Or go back to your shop. Well, yeah, but that's all the way in the valley. You should go now then. Yep. Yeah. Uh, traffic's going to suck. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. I, I'd hurry because you got a show coming up. See, it's, it's, diff- <laughs> it's different here. Oh, you don't have enough cables? Well, do you guys have cables? Yeah, we got cables. I'll be happy to bring my salesperson down here. He can discuss the contract with you in terms of using our cables. How much oh, is that going to cost me? I don't know, but we'll bring the salesperson down here and he'll be happy to work with you. I don't know, but he knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like I don't give a shit. Conversation with yeah. It's like I don't give a shit, but they certainly do. Anything that they can sell, fuck yeah, they're they're all about it. They don't give a shit. We'll and we'll run them for you right now. We we'll have them ready to go, standing by. Fuck yeah. Uh, We had that conversation. We had a few that we were. We had some clients that we were actually allowed to be rude to. Like the hotel (laughs) and our management had agreed we get to be rude to them. And that was that. Once we got that, it was like. (laughs) <laughs> we all get that stupid all right. <laughs> okay thanks well, we, it, i was told by one of my bosses in working these things if they rent from us great you know make sure to accommodate if they don't you don't have no obligation to help them in any way shape or form yep, yep. read into that how you will and i always did oh you don't want to use our sound system cool it's this much to drop it and when they need that cable sorry yeah no clue what you're talking about. I don't have cables. I can here. give you the number for uh, the. I can give you the number yeah. for a company that rents those. Yeah. Well, you're on site. Can't you do something? No. No, I, I don't have, have to. When we were discussing this three months ago. But since you said you don't need our stuff, no. So, so I have uh, at one of the properties I worked at, I had this salesperson who was with any any chance they got, they would throw rigging under the bus i i mean they would throw anyone under the bus after every single one of their shows they would write this long essay just multiple pages of an email of everything that went wrong that was everybody else's fault and this person would never hesitate to throw me under the bus they hated me and i didn't give a fuck um because i knew what i knew and even though they thought that they knew what they knew i didn't give a fuck and so um yeah uh any anything any single chance that they got uh i just grew into the habit of going above and beyond for uh whatever customer i was working for because no matter what happened i would make sure that they would always talk positively about me despite this salesperson deliberately trying to throw me under the bus and i'd be like cool i know that this person wrote this email about me but here's where the client aka the production company's like oh no this this guy these guys were great fantastic okay now i hear your cat wow now i hear your cat <laughs> that is not my cat <laughs> yeah. We had a sales guy that we worked with all the time and he loved to, you know, he'd, he'd give the clients all these discounts. And my favorite was when he would look at him and go, look, here's the deal. I'm going to give you all the stuff. You don't want this discount. You don't want to use this for that. Well, I mean, that's where all the discounts are dependent. You don't want to use us. That's fine. I'll get you one way or another. And yeah. believe me, it'll be the same cost. You can use us for this. You can use us for not this. You can do yep. all this other stuff. My bottom line, my bottom number will always be the same 
God damn it, if he wasn't right, and he would do it every single time. You don't want to use us for uh, for all this? Okay, we'll get you for power, internet, and rigging. Yeah. You got to use us. It will be zero discount, and it's going to be the same cost if you have it. Nice. I know this I guy. promise. Yes, you do. Okay. But that that's also right in line, though, of what does the contract say? Contracts <clears throat> oh, yeah. always, oh, yeah. always piss me off because if I ever got a call down to the sales office, and they were like, hey, we need to discuss this client. I knew it was to discuss their fucking contract. Every time it was just like, what's in the contract? What what are we allowed to do? And what are we not allowed to do? And rigging was one of those things where um, not often would we see forced discounts on rigging. Um, but when it was, it was just like, who the hell agreed to this? Like, seriously. <laughs> So they want to put on how many motors and we can only cap them at how much? You mean like a quarter of the cost we would normally charge people? Who agreed to this? Really? Always the hotel. I don't know. Always. That's no, it's that's the thing though, is it's not always the hotel. It's not always that hotel. Remember that hotel. Yes, that, that hotel. hotel. Yeah. It could be the chain of hotels. It could be a national contract that the client has with the particular company you're working for. Uh, it could be just a longstanding contract that they signed 10 years ago and they said, yeah, let's do a 10-year contract. Yeah. It could be any number of things. But it's just like, how, does the, how do people agree to this shit? I just <laughs> wonder. Uh, I, I was L1 and erstwhile PM at a property where we had a sales guy the hotel loved us. We had a great relationship with the hotel and they they basically let us kind of control the price. They gave us a lot of leeway on that. Um, and we, you know, we negotiated aggressively, but more or less fairly. But we had one guy came in to be a sales guy. We ended up losing both of our sales guys in very short order. We had this dude come in and man, he thought he was gonna be like big, big guy making all the deals and everything. And all he did to make a deal was just cut the prices and then throw the rest of us under a bus. Oh, yep. Yeah, snap. and he was out by four every day. Oh, oh yeah, nice. I hate that. Hate that. Run your shows. Do you sell the show? Run the show. Dang it. And, oh. and to be fair, he was told one day, you're staying until after the show today. And on month, you're staying until after the show today. Or, uh, and you're not going to leave by four. Or on Monday... You're gonna be cleaning out your desk, and one day he cleaned out his desk. He made, he made the decision. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah, wow. ballsy. It works. Ballsy. Yeah. Wow. Well, guys, that is our show. We're gonna wrap up for this evening. Uh, Pry, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Absolutely. It was very, very informative. I uh, I do have one last question before we go. Um, what is the thing that sumo wrestlers wear? I need to know what's the official. Thank you. Um, because nobody <laughs> ever asks. Um, it is called a mawashi. M-A-W-A-S-H-I. Mawashi. mawashi. Okay. It is not a diaper. It is not a thong. <laughs> you are not supposed to poop in it. Generally considered very bad form. <laughs> um, it is a single piece of canvas that is folded in several creative ways to tie it around yourself so it does not fall off. And yes, mowashi. Mowashi. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. My, 
my curiosity is satisfied. Guys, I hope uh, all of our listeners' curiosity is now satisfied. Do not call it a diaper. It is called a mawashi. Thank you again, Pariah. <laughs> Guys, this has been Union Deuce. We'll gig for beer. We are dropping our episodes every Friday, uh, and we always record right before then. So please tune in if uh, you want to give us any suggestions what you would like to hear on the show. Uh, you can actually find us. Uh, I'm on Facebook as Victress Villain. Um, and yeah, just shoot us any comments and we're happy to hear that. And, uh, so with that being said, I am Victor Villain with my co-host. Alan Heath Ledger. And we will catch you on the flip side. Bye.